Hey guys, this is The Hair Game, and I'm Eric Taylor. This episode is about Vero. WTF is Vero, and what you need to know about it. Vero is the newish social media app that has caught fire the last couple of days. On Sunday, uh, let's see, today is February uh, 28th, which is Wednesday. So the past Sunday, uh, you do the math on the numbers, I saw uh, Mikey on Instagram post about his new Vero account, and I was intrigued, so I checked the Apple App Store's ranking of top apps, and Vero was number six, which greatly piqued my interest. Now, this is something that I do about once a week. I check the Apple App Store's listing of top apps just to see what's coming up. Is there anything new in there that I haven't heard about? Sometimes there are new things, but maybe they don't relate to you know what I'm interested in or what I do. But uh, Vero certainly does pique my interest. So I signed up for myself and Salon Republic and then posted on Instagram that I signed up. And then I started getting a flood of notifications from all of our stylists, especially the socially savvy ones. You all knew, know who they are. And they were signing up all within the same three to four hour period. So there was major activity, the thing was alive, and it seemed like there was a sense of FOMO out there like I haven't seen since the social media thing uh, started a few years ago in our you know, beauty industry. On Sunday, February 25th alone, Mashable.com claims that it was downloaded half a million times. On Monday the following day, it was approaching a total of 1 million downloads, which is just enormous. It was the most downloaded app in the Apple App Store on Tuesday and Wednesday, Wednesday being today. I just checked like five minutes ago, it's still number one. That's quite a feat, given that the top 10 download list is nearly always the one that we all know and use. Like, Instagram, Facebook, Messenger, Snap, Netflix, Google Maps, blah, 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 blah. So Vero is touting that the first 1 million users are free. This is often quoted the last couple of days. First 1 million users are free. On uh, Wednesday, on their website, they have extended their free offer past the 1 million users, to which I say, shocker feels kind of like a ploy uh, to make that claim to artificially create that urgency, that FOMO, and stoke demand. Feels a little disingenuous and a little greasy, uh, but maybe it's just smart. You know, certainly seemed to have worked. So I hate to sit here and dig on it too much, but kind of markety, if you ask me. Who's behind it? Vera was launched in 2015 by a 39-year-old, a now 39-year-old Lebanese billionaire named Ayman Hariri, um, a movie financier named Motaz Nabulsi, and venture capitalist Scott Birnbaum. They have a team of approximately, approximately 30 people working at the company. So I'll tell you about these three people. I'll start with the most interesting one, Ayman Hariri. Everybody likes to watch the billionaires because they always do things that we like to watch, right? The bad things and the good things and the shiny, fancy things. 
Ayman is the son of late Lebanese billionaire and businessman and former Lebanese Prime Minister Rafiq Hariri. Rafiq made his money running the Saudi construction company Oger, or Oger, it's spelled O-G-E-R for anyone who cares. Uh, the company was originally founded in France, so I'm going to assume that it's pronounced Oger, but that sounds weird, so I'm just going to call it Oger. So Oger did a lot of work on behalf of the Saudi royal family. So heavily connected people, uh, you all know how it works in these countries uh, with the government and all this kind of dealing. Iman uh, studied computer science at Georgetown. Uh, he was the CEO of Oger in Saudi Arabia until he shut it down in 2017. There was a Reuters article in 2016 that wrote that Auger employed thousands of migrant construction workers and housed them in desert camps. When the Saudi Kingdom's economy began to slump, the workers said that they were abandoned there without having been paid months of wages. They slept six to eight people in a tiny room. There were stray cats and cockroaches lingering on bed sheets and they would sit on the floor to eat their food rations provided by, I guess, the local government. Um, there was no regular supply of clean drinking water. You know, anybody who's seen 60 Minutes in these kind of like Dateline shows, you've seen how these migrant workers are treated in the Middle East and, you know, some of these rapidly developing companies or countries. Saudi Oger, uh, which employed some 30,000 people, built mega projects in Saudi Arabia, including the palatial Ritz-Carlton Hotel, and it also built one of the big universities and probably built roads and all sorts of infrastructure and all sorts of other things. And this company made um, made this guy a billionaire. It's one of Saudi was one of Saudi Arabia's two most prominent construction companies. The other being Saudi Bin Laden Group. We've all heard that name. Um, both have faced financial difficulties as uh, the oil price dropped in 2016 and um, big oil producing nations like Saudi Arabia started um, you know, hitting some rough patches. So some people are deleting their Vero accounts worried that they're endorsing a platform owned and operated by a shady dude. Um, and I can certainly see that, but you be the judge. About a year ago, in March, March 2017, Iman Hariri and Vero were featured on CNBC. Again, Vero is not new. Um, it was featured a year ago on CNBC, which is a big deal for a little company. Iman said in that interview that their plan is to be ad-free. The app will eventually make money through subscriptions. Hariri said, for an annual price of a couple cups of coffee. Their philosophy is the users are the customers versus the product to sell to the advertisers. Okay, that all sounds really nice. Um, rather than trying to reach a mass audience, he says Vero is aiming for an older, more upscale crowd, which is interesting. He says, quote, everybody's making apps for the kids. We're thinking more maturely than just doing anything and then trying to get users which again seems a little disingenuous because I mean they're the ones who created this you know uh, join free now before it hits a million users 
when there's all of a sudden a subscription fee, and then when it hits the million users, they're like, oh, just kidding. Uh, you know, it's going to be free longer. So there's still time. You know, join up, join up. Just seems a little greasy to me. You be the judge. Second dude, uh, Motaz Nabulsi, lives in the UAE, United Arab Emirates. He also worked for the uh, Saudi construction company Oger. His title was Director of Strategic Initiatives. Uh, did he strategically initiate the fact that uh, they wanted to leave a bunch of their workers in the desert? I don't know. He is a movie financier with producer credits for movies like Two Guns from 2013 with Denzel and Wahlberg, Sunlight Jr. from 2013 with Naomi Watts and Matt Dillon, and The Music of Silence in 2017 starring Antonio Banderas. Third guy is Scott Birnbaum. Scott is the founder of Red Sea Ventures, a small venture capital firm in New York City. He's invested in a lot of startups that I've never heard of. A couple that I have heard of, Allbirds.com, which makes really comfortable shoes that you can buy on the internet, and Nest, which got acquired by Apple. So I'm sure Scott did really well on Nest. Scott also went to Georgetown, uh, then he went to law school. So maybe he met these other dudes at Georgetown. I'm not sure. The word vero means truth in several Latin-based languages. I think in Latin, the word uh, for truth is verus. So in languages like Italian, the word vero means truth. The app allows users to create a profile and connect with others, of course. Uh, you have the option of following somebody or connecting with somebody. When you connect with somebody, I believe there's a request sent to the other person and they need to accept you. Not sure what the difference is between connections and followers and those you're following. For example, I believe that I have 40 connections right now and I have 10 followers and I have six people I'm following. So are the people that I'm following and that uh, who are following me, are those connections or are those separate? Uh, I'm not sure, couldn't really figure that out. You can post things similar to Instagram. Videos can be significantly longer than Instagram's one minute, which is pretty cool. I've seen videos as long as five minutes, but I couldn't find a maximum allowable video. Any sort of information regarding uh, the maximum allowed video. You have the option to share your post on Twitter and Facebook, similar to Instagram. Uh, Vero has chat. There are hashtags for searchability. They allow you to categorize how you engage with other accounts by designating people as close friend, friend, acquaintance, or follower, and then designating the level of exposure you want, you want each of your posts to get. Vero calls these loops. You can create a different profile image for each loop or audience category. For example, if you post a picture of your baby or your dog sleeping in a cute way, you can limit those who see it to your closest friends, which may include your family, for example. And when you make a, a piece of content like that for that audience, then your profile image could be something that maybe is a little bit more familiar. When you post a business-related pic, like color you did on a client, uh, you can allow everyone to see it. Uh, and when they see it, they see either they can see a different profile pic, something that maybe is a little bit professional. So 
This makes some sense to me. They allow the categorization of posts. There's a feature that lets users post content to music, books, movies, places, links, and TV show categories to let their followers see what they've been enjoying. I did this with the Game Night movie I recently saw, which by the way was really awesome, super funny. I didn't really get the impression that it was funny from the, um, uh, from the trailer, but it, I, it was literally one of the funnier movies that I've seen. Maybe it's just my, my humor. I almost felt like I was the only one laughing at times. My wife and I were both laughing, but as long as she was laughing with me, I didn't feel too stupid. When I posted about the game night on Vero, it was a really cool seamless process. Uh, Vero provides the official graphic for the movie, and I simply wrote a caption about how I liked it. So that was pretty neat. These categories are also used to search for content. So if you want to see only the music that was posted by those you follow, you can click on the music folder and up pops what's been posted. You can link directly to external sites like YouTube or an article you want to share. This is a big advantage uh, in my mind. Instagram provides only one link in your bio, as most of you know, which is kind of annoying. Often a link mentioned in an older Instagram post is no longer the one in the person's bio because they had to change the one link to something related to a newer post. Companies and influencers can create profiles and pr promote things. There's a buy now button that companies can use to sell directly to their customers. That one's pretty huge. Vero plans to take a cut of these transactions. It's not clear whether they're doing that now, but they uh, are pretty open about planning to do that. In 2016, fashion brand Temperly in London sold clothes through the app as they were broadcasting their models walking the catwalk during their show at London Fashion Week. That's sweet. Also in 2016, the UK auctioneer Coys sold an Aston Martin car for a million bucks via the app's buy button. Super cool. You can double tap to like and uh, comment on people's posts, just like Instagram. The feed is chronological, and that's going to get a lot of people excited. The tab that seems similar to the Explore page on Instagram has given me the same options for three days in a row, which isn't ideal. Uh, not very compelling for me to click on those options on Vero. Maybe there's a lack of content or maybe the lack of algorithm means that we don't see as much of what we want to see. Maybe the algorithm that everybody bitches about has some value after all and we're just not appreciating it. To delete your account, you need to dig through the menus and if you're lucky, you'll find it under the support section. But it doesn't actually delete your account, which is a little weird. It simply submits a request to delete. Uh, it seems like an awkward level of friction, especially for a new company looking to build goodwill. Uh, or maybe they're not looking to build goodwill. Maybe they're just looking to tie everybody in. The app has been super glitchy since Monday morning, but has been getting gradually better. Like I said, it's Wednesday now. Tuesday afternoon, which is... Uh, uh, which was yesterday, it started getting a little bit better. And then I would say today, Wednesday, it's probably 25% glitchy, meaning I can do about 75% of what I want. 
then as, as I was collecting this information, it logged me out suddenly and wouldn't let me back in for about an hour. So that was pretty annoying, but it was still improving. I see the excitement about Vero as a backlash against Instagram. People have been frustrated with the manipulation of content, primarily the chronology of the feed and the increase in ads. The chronology bothers me a bit. It doesn't seem like the value of what they've been showing me in the feed has increased, but it hasn't bothered me as much as it has bothered others. I find myself going to stories more anyway because it seems to me a little bit more real, more personal, and more human. Uh, and then while I'm in stories, if I'm interested in the content or the person, I oftentimes click from stories directly onto their account to look at their posts. That seems to be kind of the way that I've been engaging a little bit more. You know, whereas I would say a year ago, I was, you know, 95% feed. I believe the competition is good for the users. It's going to keep the platform providers sharp and sensitive to us, which is all good. At the end of the day, the platform doesn't matter. We should have no allegiance or emotional connection or loyalty to Facebook or Instagram. We want to be where our audience is, and we want to put our effort into trying to create valuable content, whether it's entertaining, informational, educational, or inspirational, or anything else that is of, of value. Where is your audience and how can they deliver value to them? That's it. Where is your audience and how can you deliver value to them? So it's too early to tell what will happen on Vero, but it sure will be fun to watch. Thank you everyone for listening and have a really, really awesome day. I will catch you next time.